Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I am Ryan Holohan. Hi, I'm Summer Bischel. I'm Zachary Patton-Garcia. And I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And today we are here to talk Angel Season 2's Through the Looking Glass, the second to last episode of the season. Um, and Summer, I have to mention how good it is to have you back. This is your first time here yeah, for Angel I, Season 2. <laughs> I'm so excited to be back. It's such a good episode to talk about. <laughs> it is. I want you all to know Summer was like live texting me her thoughts while watching it and made me very happy. <laughs> um, Zach and I recorded for the previous one. Um, we both kind of felt the previous one is a little bit slower moving the pieces into place. But I do yeah. think this one kind of speeds up a little. But I'm curious... Ryan, what do you think overall of this episode revisiting it? Yeah, the first one, I actually liked revisiting it without rewatching the first one because mm. I didn't have time, <laughs> but also <laughs> because I just rewatched Angel. And yeah. I, I actually liked not having the first one because it, it is, as long as you know where all the pieces are, it's a great yeah. episode. But I guess they had to do what they had to do. But yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It, everybody's got something interesting to do except maybe gone. And <laughs> And I love Pylea. I think it's delightful. And I love Cordy having so much to do. So, All right. Uh, Summer, what do you think? I mean, it was similar for me. Like, I didn't watch the one right before it. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't watched Angel in a while. So it was dropping into, like, a weird world. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in a good way. It was just, like, when the when the singing guy, I always forget his name, and he's so good. Oh, Lord, Lord. yeah. Yes, when he breaks out singing stop in the name of love i'm just like what the hell am i watching like i love it but this is crazy it's just so random it's a random episode to like jump back into yeah yes but i love when he started singing my first thought is always because like angel and buffy notoriously did not have like good budgets but I'm always like, what was their music budget on this fucking show? <laughs> like, yeah. That would have been cheaper, though, because he has to, he, he sings it himself, right? So it's not like they're using yeah, the actual version. Yeah, it's a songwriting license, not yeah. the like, master. That's Lauren's version of, of Footloose. Like, this is his Footloose <laughs> town. It is. And you know what? Here we are sitting and joking about it. But I will say a friend of mine watched The Magicians for the first time and she was giving me random updates. And I kept being like, oh, my God, I forgot that was hilarious. But I like fully <laughs> forgot because like crazy stuff was happening all the time. So it's definitely yeah. like a similar kind of like. Yeah. And I like I like when we go. Listen, it's Angel inherently an urban fantasy show. Yeah. But I like that we throw in some like fantasy more harder fantasy stuff every once in a while or even when we get sci-fi stuff it's sometimes it's hard to change gears like the initiative was a big gear shift for me right yeah Yeah. i do like that i like the nerds making like a freeze ray or something so i did really like this like we're in a whole other worlds with like weird rules and like and it also gives the writers much needed space to have fun because, yeah. because Where were so you the really- last episode? Because we just <laughs> shit all over the Dungeons and Dragons like of it. it all. I know you don't like it. <laughs> we, had, we had several conversations about a horse. I'm not sure where the head. I did see the horse in this episode, but there was a horse. It, there was. Uh, <laughs> Zach, I, I, I think, wrote down Hammy's name just for that little that little so shot right there. Hammy Hammy's description of Michael Ham's description of the last episode was: I don't like anything with horses, so I didn't like this. <laughs> and oh my Zach, God. Zach, I think Ryan and I mentioned like two or three times at the live show how like we're still convincing you to like Angel. <laughs> so, I, I I don't know if I'm going to get there. 
Honestly, yeah. Damn it. Uh. Don't worry. It becomes three other shows. <laughs> yes. I hope this isn't one of them. <laughs> no, so, not. Zach, that brings me to what did you think of this episode revisiting it? I did really like this episode, and I I, I remembered this episode more clearly than I remembered okay. the last one, um, and so I knew I was going to like this one. Uh, and I think I think it's what you said at the at the start of this is like the last one was a lot of pieces falling into place, and sometimes my mood it just depends on my yeah. mood, and sometimes my mood is I'm just not in the mood to to watch all the pieces fall together and 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 you know uh, uh, figure out how to find a portal, and I'll, I don't want to figure guess. out everything. Yes. And this one yes. was you don't have to figure anything out really. The only thing I really think they explain is uh the 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 mating ceremony right like Mm -hmm. that's really the only thing we have in here but the rest of it is is a lot more show rather than tale. no it's like so character driven it's Mm -hmm. fun yeah Um, and the last one isn't very fun also i will say the like fred introduction while Mm -hmm. amy acker lovely lady does does a great job when she's on screen um this is a slow build and I forget how much bef- before like how much of like the Fred stuff is held back from us for a very long time. Yeah. I kind of forgot that and I was like, "Oh, they're giving us nothing to work with." Okay, great. Like mm-hmm. I forgot that that's where we are in the ride. Um but it's nice seeing her. I wanted her in the group again from the rewatch, yeah. so Yeah, I Summer and Ryan, I don't know if you both cuz we talked about this in the previous episode, how like heavy the fake accent is in these intro episodes and then immediately it's like toned down later right (laughs) (laughs) they were probably like "Ooh, that's not working yeah (laughs) Yeah. they were like let's go for more of a britney spears lilt and less of a dolly parton imitation (laughs) (laughs) i would have just doubled down (laughs) (laughs) even more accent more accent (laughs) you're like oh you don't like it great i'll do more of it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no i so i feel mixed about this arc because i was um saying in the last episode i don't remember it that lovingly but Mm. i know a lot of people do love this arc it feels a little too hercules and xena for me which are shows i loved as a kid but it feels like I, I forget what I specifically said, but something like it feels like it's the exact same set, but they didn't update it since like 1995. And it's like, we get that I, same but, town square. But you love, I know, I know, I know, I know that the, the, the medieval elements are what you're reacting yes. to. But you love when we do like the wish or something where we're in a completely yeah. different world and it's super high concept and they really throw themselves at it. Like, I, I just like it because it's so ambitious. And this is why give yourself magic. In a TV show, unless you're going to have some fucking fun with it. And maybe this isn't your flavor of fun, but this is the kind of flavor I want to encourage. And I and I hope that everyone feels that way. This is a lot of effort for Angel. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they made big sets. It's great. They did. They did. We're not in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> no, and I, I do appreciate the, like, swing. I do appreciate the ambition of it because it is so different from other shit um and then it's again weird. in this episode it does feel like we're having fun like this the the cordy in her queen outfit i just oh my god like we get two I mean, queen outfits we get two color variations of the yes. queen outfit in this oh. episode. <laughs> um and summer i need you to like, i love that you last episode the gays were like mm, is this outfit sexist and then summer and i earlier were like oh my god it looks so good on her <laughs> i mean <laughs> 
I like I I assume I assume she if I mean I hope she felt comfortable and I thought it was yeah. beautiful. Right. Beautiful. I mean it was just a beautiful outfit. It was fun. It was it was giving me Britney Spears vibes, like yeah. like Britney Spears music video. I love it. It was it. well Britney wears something very, very similar in the circus tour when she's doing um, the she? Bollywood yeah. set. Yeah. So it's I, I saw that. It's got a little like slave Leia to it too. Yes. And like yeah. I think I think Charisma knew that this was gonna be like an iconic look because you can tell she's like like it she's is. beat. The face yeah. is beat. And you can tell she's like inhabiting it. I love it. I love the hollow. I think we're having fun at the at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I I do often think that with her, because she's so like and Cordelia and like her acting is so confident that sometimes I'm yeah. like, I bet she was like, I look fucking good in this, right? Yeah, she <laughs> oh, she was she was in the trailer, like Damn. deciding what she was gonna wear for this. Absolutely. <laughs> All day. <laughs> Cause I mean, like, and and it's funny too, because Summer, you said that, and Kim was also texting me, like, oh, you're doing those episodes. I love Cordelia's like yeah. mm-hmm. that. Just yeah. the whole look. It's the way the hair is placed, her uh-huh. shimmery makeup, she's ready for the renaissance it's amazing yeah. <laughs> i like she was enjoying her queen moment yes <laughs> yes and i and i love the like i mean at the end of last episode i love that it's like be continued but i love the like starting there of them being like wait cordelia and like the like lauren does the cutest gay gasp he, like when they're like cordelia and lauren goes <gasps> like he's like a, on a fucking telenovela and i love it they camp him up in this episode. <laughs> they to contrast do. him with his mom or whatever, yes, and it's great. Yes. We ta- we me and Nick talked about this. Nick specifically because Nick is the smartest, one of the smartest ones of our calls. I'm like, you say the smart thing because I cannot. Um, and Nick was saying, which I agreed with, that like Lauren's story is queer coded, but not in a queer baiting way. It's like very much like on purpose, supposed to be queer, and it's in a different world where like they might not use that language and like but it is like a very good queer story. And they incorporate like, like queer sensibilities so that yeah. the audience at home will be confronted with their own like discrimination. Like they will be confronted with the fact that like Lorne as a femme presenting like male, right. Uh, you know, in his identity, um, you know, not whatever his fucking transphobic family is saying. Um, <laughs> right, right. Lorne is stronger than all of them with a feminine talent. And yeah. it is reviled, and that the audience has does it. You don't have a lot of time to establish like the metaphor, mm-hmm. but it it like really. I think it hits home in like a cool way, and yeah. I think it's cool that they carried that into it, and they played to their characters' existing sort of strengths mm-hmm. rather than being like we come back and then it's just some arbitrary bullshit with his family, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I was gonna ask what what you thought about it, Ryan, and um, what do you think about it, Summer? Does it land for you? Yeah, it does. I kind of agree with what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I always like these episodes that almost feel like these like tangents to the actual show. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I liked the most about it. Like I do feel like they leaned into everybody's like skill set in a cool way. Yeah. And I like there was this one line where Fred, (laughs) where Angel was like, oh, she'll be fine. She's like, she was, they made her a princess. And Fred's like, oh. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. great. it was fantastic. That was so good. Yeah, she's yeah. like the, the the comedy was perfect in that. And she's yeah. she's like, no, that's not what happened when I showed up. Um, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, Aww. I love that, and I do think 
that's a thing that like I kept going back and forth because I was like, oh, but I I do like the silliness of this. And they're definitely like, we know this is silly. We're going to like, yeah. totally. we're not trying to pretend it's not silly. So like, I feel like I that's like, I mean, all of us talk about like Buffy and Angel all the time. I feel like that's a thing we love about these shows, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. when it does that. Um, so that's why my brain is like, maybe I do like this art because like, I do like that. And like, yeah, Given. that like that Fred moment made me laugh, like legit laugh hard. And I was like, wait, it's I love so this. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> like, Ryan, you know what that made me think of? Like us at happy hour when there's a gay with abs and it's like oh that person's oh they're oh that's the attention that they're okay yeah yeah yeah. oh i'm I'm fully in themed drag and just did a whole number i'm fully doing magic tricks set to someone else's music and mashing my mouth around in perfect time and literally joe took his shirt off to be like our initiative cosplayer and i multiple people came up to me after the show and before they commented on anything i did the (laughs) script i wrote they said who is that (laughs) yes it's like you have to be kidding um yeah it's very similar i i will say i love that cordelia like she takes to power like a fish to water yes (laughs) yes yes exactly and like i i I mean i i mentioned this to you summer but i like i really do see a lot of similarities with like margo and right like it really is yeah there is i mean people always said that but i hadn't watched angel at that point Mm -hmm. Like when mm-hmm. I was doing the show, they're like, it's so Cordelia, it's so Cordelia. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. You know? <laughs> but now I'm like, damn, it really was. Yeah. Like, it was very Cordelia. Yeah. But I'm also glad that I hadn't seen it because I don't know if I would have brought that. Might have like, in- yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think about that sometimes with interviews. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I want to listen. If I'm interviewing this person, I want to listen to one of the other interviews. But sometimes I will be like that where it's like, I don't want to listen to it because I'm worried I will be thinking I did of that the same one shit. time. Yeah. I asked the, almost the exact same questions as an interview that I listened to, but it was because I was fully having like a panic attack while I was doing the interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a bad idea. But And I think that that's right because like you can echo things from the past or like homage them yeah. or like copy the things that are iconic and work and reinterpret. But yeah. it has to be completely fresh other than that yeah. in exactly. order to like work. Yeah. So I feel like I would have just ended up wanting to copy her. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm also glad I didn't watch The Crown while I was in production because I watched The Crown recently and I went mm. through a whole self-tape phase. Where I was just like, oh, I was just to be the fucking queen, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. There's just a slew of tapes of me like, something fine. <laughs> Things are difficult. One does weather the storm, you know? Like, oh, the Windsor <laughs> accent. Yeah. Quite Windsor. Like, just like auditioning for Star Trek. Like, <laughs> They're like, ma'am, this is the walking dead what are you doing? <laughs> it's, it's your gilded age turn but it's like the TikTok age filter yeah no i get on these kicks man i get on these kicks you know i think about i i feel like sometimes with writing i'll be like wait I am like repeating a plot that I saw that I liked. Like I like need to stop yeah. just mm-hmm. like doing that. Cause like sometimes right. it's like, if it's like you said, Ryan, sometimes it's, if it's on purpose homage, that's different than like, echo. yeah. Then like, oops, I'm just repeating the thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It can be in conversation with, but let's yeah. say something now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, kind of Ryan, like what you do with the scripts for the live shows. 
Oh, thank you. That's good <laughs> promo. <laughs> um, so yes, we get uh we get our like they're all shocked about Cordelia. They learned that she, I like that Lauren also clocks it and he's like, Oh, you had a vision in front of them, didn't you? Because that's like <laughs> a thing that like they've been looking for, whatever. Um <laughs> We it'd be like it'd be like if you came to our world and it was like oh you got up on that crucifix and, and, oh, okay. yeah. well, and she mentioned she mentioned like yeah there was a whole like moment with hot pokers and yeah. then we kind of just breezed past that ma'am you were you yeah. were you were tortured <laughs> and we're over it I guess I don't know. Well, that was like, Zach, remember we were talking about that last episode, like when they approach her with like that sharp fucking thing. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's confirmed now. It's hot pokers. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. I um, I mean, she looks, she looks great for having been gotten hot pokers, like poked at her or whatever the. Yeah, do that to me sometime. If right. That's how I'm, gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, these did some cute work. Can we do one of those? <laughs> <laughs> hot poker me. I'm like, I'm so skinny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. These like wounds are so sexy. Um, we are all problematic. Uh, so then Wes mentions that they misplaced the book that got them there, which we saw kind of fall out of the car when they go through the portal. Yeah. Cordy mentions that. When she was sworn in, she saw a lot of books. I just like that that's it. And that is the shit I love about Buffy and Angel. It's like, I don't need more of an explanation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cordelia saw a room with a lot of books. We're gonna go there. You know, I like trust I trust her eyes. Yeah. She went to she she was she spent a lot of time in the Sunningdale Library. She knows a an ancient text <laughs> when she sees one. <laughs> that's also true. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, but like you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Zach, especially lately, we've talked about that with certain things where it's like, I don't need like the step by step explanation. Just give me great. Mm-hmm. I saw books. We're gonna well, I do need the step by step explanation for how they lost the damn book <laughs> going yes. through the portal. It still makes zero sense to me. But I guess <laughs> you don't we'll hold all that. books out the window while you're <laughs> somebody tossed it. Somebody threw it up in the air or something. It, I, it makes no sense why we don't have that book here. Is yeah. that ever explained in these episodes? A wizard stole it. I don't. Think okay. I well, I, I sure. I really like. I think it was Hammy last episode that said, "What were they just like? We and put their hands up and then accidentally." <laughs> well, the and then I have questions. Right? I'm not a writer. I have questions. Do we? <laughs> yeah. do, is is do we get the book back? Or is it just laying in the street for the rest of the series? I know. I, I don't remember. Ryan, do you remember? I don't know if we'd go back to that. I think mm. someone else found it and went to Pylea. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. Maybe they knew to hold on to it and that book got taken <laughs> to Pylea and we won't have any more back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cordelia's like giant gasp when she sees that Angel can see his reflection. Yes, everybody's just playing around in yes. this in this throne room, and then yeah. Angel figures yeah. out he has a reflection, and that's just Angel. There's a lot of moments in this episode where Angel is just like very excited about his appearance and like what yeah. he's wearing and how his how quaffed his hair is, and you know, yeah, it's like all about his identity and like his reception by the world, and it's interesting for an episode where Cordelia is uh, you know literally being objectified. He is the one who's like learning the lesson of like you're not what people tell you like don't believe every piece of hype like it's actually being praised in the ways of like violence and masculinity is not encouragement to you know like 
Yeah. Mm. I think he's on the one that he's the one that's on like kind of a deeper journey. Yeah. If anyone is. And meanwhile, as we've said, Cordelia was tortured. She's been, you know, stripped half naked. She's being told she has to have sex with a monster. <laughs> and but then, Angel's got spiky hair and he can't <laughs> believe it. It's that's wild to him. And she's like, you try being a woman in Los Angeles. Okay. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. It's not too freaking different than the real world. <laughs> you know, and I do like. There, I, I do think that towards the end of the season, they really hype up their chemistry. But a thing that I like is yeah. when he's like kind of freaking out about his hair and she annoyingly is just like, you look great, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're hot. Like, whatever. This is, this is what he, he's, he's, he's fishing here. It's like, <laughs> sir, we know you have used the gel in the morning to make your hair like that. Don't act like you're surprised that, you know, oh, yeah. was it because I went through the portal? Is that what my hair's all <laughs> like? Women constantly throwing themselves at you, some He men. needed a mirror in season five because he needed a little <laughs> bit of a shave down on that hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my students recently told me, I could give you a really good fade. It would look good. It would look better. And I was like, you excuse me? do it me? during class. Do it during oh. class. <laughs> <laughs> did, your, did your student also say, oh, I thought that was a hairpiece? <laughs> no, but I mean, I still I still would go back to, they also like freaked out like as if I said I was a serial killer when I told them I was 40. So having teens tell you you look 25 is a very, very nice compliment. Oh, so cute. Oh, oh, yeah. so cute. Oh. <laughs> um, Zach, where are we? Ryan, where are we? <laughs> they're, Angel just saw his reflection and right. they're... They need Lauren to talk to his family, and Lauren's oh, like, that's right. what? And yes. yeah. Which is a terrible, terrible. If we're really going with this a very clear metaphor of, like, you know, the queer going yeah, back yeah. to his, his very homophobic hometown, why would you, like, push him to go yeah. speak to his homophobic family as well? Why don't right? we try anything else? <laughs> anything else, right? Where's the, where's the room full of books that Cordelia <laughs> mentioned? Yeah. Um, and then we are at where uh, Wesley's going through the books in the very next scene. Right. Um, and I do. So we learn that what it's like the, the cum shock, cum shock. Listen. Yeah. Which like, I don't know how that doesn't like. <laughs> the cum shock with the grooselug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally, but like, sounds like a porn I've watched. Um, yes. But like, I, I do like, I do like her confidence of like, I'm bored. <laughs> like, am I not the princess? This is not what princesses should be doing. No. Right. She should be sitting on her throne. And also, Zach, I was thinking how last episode, how we were kind of like, what is her exact title? Because they say ruler, they say queen, they say princess. It's princess Empress. now. Yeah. It's it, Princess Cordelia. I feel like they kind of more stick with princess this episode. Mm-hmm. Although they do do like highness and ruler and whatever, but sure. I don't know. We do uh, see Lauren and Angel approaching his family's house and... We see that I do like that it's his mother that like confronts him and like spits on him and is like, you know, you're disgracing the family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was I I wonder what everyone else thought. I do think it's like silly. And when when the mom is like Numfar, show them your dance of joy, and like Numfar's dancing in the background. Is that Joss Whedon? Because I'm looking at a note right now that says that's Joss Whedon. Yeah, that's Joss Whedon. It is. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's a funny bit. Yeah, the dancing bit. is trash. <laughs> I like he's no Britney Spears. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Back in the day, I can remember being like, oh, that's so cool. They had him be not far. And now it's like, oh well. Um, but I do like the scene and I like I just I don't know. I like how much they I do think they just pull off the metaphor really well because yeah. also it works in this world as like in Pylea, it's not a metaphor, it is like a one for one. This is what's happening, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why it works for me because I do like that his family is still kind of shitty, even when um kind of shitty. They spit in his face. Right. Well, I mean, like even after when they're like, "Oh, yeah. Lauren is friends with this guy who's you know not a cow, and he's actually a hero," and blah blah blah, and they embrace Angel, but still not Lauren. Been there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my parents love my husband. <laughs> yeah, and same, right? I have like conservative family members that have like, "Oh, they've loved whoever I'm dating," but. They yeah, would, you know, because they're like mask. Or yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Listen, my dad loves Zach. <laughs> I was like, I don't think my dad knows what to do with like. Yeah, oh. your dad is disappointed in ways he didn't realize. <laughs> he found new ways. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I really like, and I like that Landoc does come to the defense, but only to the defense of Angel. Um, and they like mm-hmm. take his jacket and they put on this like whatever Pylea garb. Um. And also, like you said, Zach, they're doing like Angel, his like vanity when he's like, he feels very high in this episode. Like like he just smoked a bunch of weed. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He might have. I mean, (laughs) I mean, honestly, I didn't know this episode went that deep. I watched it quickly while I was showering and I was Mm. like, what in the world is happening? (laughs) Like, I've, I've, like, I was like, oh, this is one of those episodes where like the writers are just like, I'm bored. What do we do? Let's go, Rick like, and Morty. Now, yeah, but now hearing you guys talk, I'm like, shit, this goes deep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is that it doesn't. It doesn't, right? Like yeah. because we do have to go down to the sewers and get covered in the like alien shit or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> the sewers with the fart noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so glad. Oh, well, I'm, we're jumping to that, but I was so glad that Batty. Uh, Cordelia didn't have to get disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, don't do that to her. Um, yeah. She does not deserve that. No. Nickelodeon yeah. shit. <laughs> um, yeah, then we cut back to Cordelia. They're doing, like, their research. And I do... I wish there was, like, a little bit more done with this, but I do like the, oh, Wolf, the Ram, and the Hawk. Oh, like, on my the jaw books. dropped. I thought right? that was so cool. I thought yeah. that was a really good moment. Very and, clever. And, yeah, I thought it was real, real good. Because at first, he was, like, rearranging the books. I'm like, that don't mean shit. What are you doing? Right. Like, you don't know if that's volume one, two, three. You don't know if there's three more. And then it, like, fell into place for me. And I, I don't know. That was... That was a cool little like thing, right? Was that built in as something they could drop whenever? Were they like, you know what? I'm going to build myself in a funny little thing I could do. Or was somebody after the fact like, hey, you know, that's three words, right? <laughs> that was their little Miss Muffet counting down from, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Because <laughs> I, and I remember like, I do remember watching this live and I remember thinking that was so fucking cool. And they don't really like do that much with it, but I like. So good. I just like, yeah, right. Like I like the idea that Wolfman Hart kind of has their like hands in every dimension. They're like, it's yeah. a real reveal. And, yeah. and, and, and yet it doesn't necessarily move the plot forward, which is always good. You know what I mean? And I thought it was really cool. Like you have to arrange the books in a certain order just to read them as well. Cause they, one book jumps from to another jumps to another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like Cordy even says like, Oh, it's like a trilogy. (laughs) I do think that's like a fun, I, I exactly what you just said, Ryan. It's like a reveal that doesn't advance a plot, but it's still good. Like it mm -hmm. fleshes out the world. It gives us more context for how they are and they don't do too much of it. So it's, it's like, yeah, it's like these tangent episodes. It's like a tangent thing to know about Wolfram and Hart, but it it also like reinforces that, that they're like terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. They're like scope. Yeah. (laughs) So then we cut back to 
Angel. He looks very good in his fur, by the way. I was just thinking about the fur. <laughs> I was like, what? I remember I was washing my hair and I was like, what's up with that fur, dude? I might I might be sitting, you know, at the at the base of the stone he's sitting on telling his stories, just gazing up at him in this one. <laughs> medieval medieval can. <laughs> like, tell us about the dragons you slew. You're like, mm, yes, look into my eyes while you're talking. <laughs> my, I, my accent goes very Windsor very fast for this one. It <laughs> <laughs> just sucks. Like Fred had to wear like a burlap. Right. <laughs> That's how she's introduced. They did her dirty, dude. They gave her they gave her character costume budget for these three episodes and they did not change them. <laughs> I've, I've been that in that situation before where it's like everybody's so on point and you're just like a guest you're a guest star and you're like, really? <laughs> like, cool um, this potato sack thanks, right. thanks a lot <laughs> I, I love standing next to you <laughs> that's um, my my friend jess would always joke um because she like casually knew like casually watched buffy when it aired but isn't you know like any of us um and i remember yeah. when the, the reunion happened for entertainment weekly and did that photo shoot i my friend jess was always like yeah how much do you think everyone was like i don't want to stand next to charisma carpenter because she looks so hot she is so fly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i, I was like Ooh, yeah i definitely wouldn't want to sit next to her either in like a 20 years later photo shoot where like she looks like a fucking like hot model <laughs> So I will fun. say everyone looks pretty great, but yeah, I mean, you're talking an Olympic champion in the sport of being hot. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Ryan, you have such a good turn of phrase. Thank <laughs> you're you. Like fucking Emily Dickinson. <laughs> of trash. <laughs> Emily Dickinson or Hans Christian Tarantino. Right, yes. <laughs> so yes, I do. And I, Zach, I was curious what you thought, because I know you thought Angel was a little cringy in the previous episode. He's always a little cringy, though. We get cringe <laughs> in this one, too. <laughs> but did, but you were you into, like, because I like, the thing I really I like, like about- seeing him upbeat, not yes. giggling with girlish glee when Wesley's <laughs> poking him, right? Like, this <laughs> yeah. is okay. This is a good, like, you know, he's, he's leveled out a little bit here. Okay. Because I, yeah, I do really, I like Lorne calling him Hans Christian Tarantino. I like that he's, like- Kind of being like douchey, right? He's kind of like, ooh, these like people all like I love my my story. So, and he's like telling the story of cutting off Lindsay's hand, and I, I don't know, I I like that shit. I like that. It he's feels like, like he is going through a manic phase in these episodes because <laughs> oh, he goes yeah. from high highs to the to the lowest of whimpers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Me texting you, Zach. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you love me. Shut up. <laughs> oh, just twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, been a lot of breakdowns lately. Um, so I do like, and I also like Lauren being annoyed at him for it. Right, like. Of I don't know. Course, I, I would be fucking annoyed with it. You brought me here to my hometown full of all of these conservatives who I hate all of them, right? I, it's 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 you going down to Florida, Eden. <laughs> yes, it is me going to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, so what is it? Is it right here? No, then we go back to, I think, Gun and Cordy. Yes. Go back to Gun and Cordy and Wesley. And she's mad that they don't trust the folks running the kingdom because of Wolfram and Hart. And the folks come in she's like mad that they can't trust them. And then they come in to talk about the cum shock and <laughs> so much shit went over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like trying to explain this. I'm like, does this matter? They just reveal it's a mating ritual, right? Like we finally get an Thank answer you, on that. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> my simple brain got that. And, and, I, and, and honestly, I have to note here, multiple times in this podcast, I have referenced the cum shock as like a joke, and not even Ian has ever gotten it. And to me, that's iconically stupid name for what it is. Because <laughs> this, it also sounds like a cum shock. I mean, like it sounds it's telling you what it is, and yet it is a great reveal. I, I think it's I think it's delightful. Whoever in the writer's room came up with it, yeah. D- great, great work. Please write simlish. Or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, Ryan, I do remember you bringing me being like, what? <laughs> um, and I do like when Cordy's like, oh, of course, the cum shock. They don't know what it is. Can you explain it to them, though? <laughs> Good move. And so we learn that, like, the Druslod will be there soon further. And, like, there's, yes, like. Yes, he will. He will be. There's, like, <laughs> rumblings of rebels and stuff like that. Um but so, he's like hot, right? Like he's yes. not a monster. <laughs> yeah. Summer, yes, correct. That man is very fucking hot. He's like, he's oh, pretty. No. And then he walks in and he's like, not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I I know when I watched this live, I like wanted her to be with him. Like that. I was like, no, I, I like this guy. He's hot. He's nice. I know. Those puppy dog eyes really work for me. And she's yeah. like queen and has treasure. Right? Like she-, she does have treasure, and she's she's not letting those go either. <laughs> no, when she was like, "I want them appraised," I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, that's me in like 2020 when the shit hit the fan with the world." I was like, "Ooh, I gotta go to like appraisal." It's like me. I was like calling the real, real, like trying to sell everything. <laughs> I need to find me a fence. Total prepper mode. Total prepper mode. <laughs> And there's no telling how long this will go on. I have to sell my jewels. <laughs> it's exact. It's Cordelia's exact arc in this. In this I, exactly. <laughs> I also like that it's Cordelia returning to the base of power she knows, which is money. I yeah. need a bunch of money that will get exactly. me out of this. <laughs> and like you know, I mean, she's not wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, and, and through 2023 eyes, I would I would encourage you even more. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I uh, he is so pretty, and I really like that he. I mean, we don't get it in this episode, but you know, later we will, and I already know. Um, he he sees her as impressive as yeah. she should be seen. He does yeah. not yeah. underestimate her the way yeah. that a guy from Earth would, and I love that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and like I feel like you get hints of that even here because he is like immediately very sweet with her right Mm. Mm -hmm. but okay so we don't we we're not quite there because they have an escape plan and wes and gun jump into the fart sewers (laughs) those noises were like ridiculous i was like that's really the noise we're going with like oh my god i know (laughs) um and so i do like that she doesn't get away because she has all the treasure in her hands and she won't let go of it because like I get it. My, you know, I like. I wouldn't. I'm just right? saying, nah, bitch. I'm, not I'm either leaving with it or, or, or I'm dying with it. It's yeah. one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying with it on. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'm like, I do, like, I know it's played for ridiculousness, but right, Summer, I do agree. It's like, yeah, no, same. I would absolutely not go without it. 100. <laughs> um, so we, she, they shut the door and like, I am. I, I was wondering, like, how much is them being devious, and how much is it like we like this is kind of how it runs here, and like I know it's like kind of both, right? Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if they like are we supposed to assume they knew her friends were down there, or was it like they just thought she was escaping? What do y'all? You think? Know what? I don't know. They just thought she was escaping. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. Because yeah, the way the one guy is like, "Ooh, we should tell people to keep that door shut." It's like, oh, he fucking mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. 
So we cut back to Angel and Lorne and Landok is like they're they have them like in their in the air being raised up by Landok and a couple other people um, as some Pileans walk by with a captured Fred. And we learn whatever ritual they wanted Angel to partake in is decapitating Fred. They got to behead for it. Poor Fred, man. I know. <laughs> Just the shitty end of the stick. Yeah. Now it's like she has a potato sack. She also is mm-hmm. getting beheaded. Like, fact. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, do you all think that like, and I mean, Summer Ryan, I feel like two of you probably could speak to this more than um, I could, but do we think that like Fred, was that like she probably was hired for as a main cast for the following season and this, they knew that was her introduction here? I is feel it, like they knew. Right. Is that how that works? Like, we I don't bring in know, a character. but I feel like it was a good introduction. It was like a very clear introduction to Fred. Yeah. They give themselves a way to write off most of the new character introductions seamlessly. If mm-hmm. the And I think Gru is a similar thing. We'll get to it. But yeah. like, I think Gru was brought in to be like, well, maybe he'll stick around. And we got about an, as much as him as served the story. And I think that 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 maybe they were doing the same with Fred, but I also think they knew they had an increased budget for next year and clearly a little bit of budget to play with for the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, yeah, what could round this group out? And I think, you know, Buffy's good evidence that they do really kind of know what the recipe needs. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Cause yeah, I'm like, I was thinking about kind of, you know, what you said summer where it's like, man, this is like, she gets a shit under the stick. And I was like, I hope mm-hmm. she got this, Knowing that, like, I will have more appearances where I'm not. I <laughs> said, we promise you, season three, you don't have to wear the potato sack, <laughs> and you can bring your glasses. Don't ask us about the amount of time you'll spend in a makeup chair or any of season five. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> like, I I always remember the season seven Buffy costume designer Matt Van Dyne, who is a delight, mm. telling me that like Allison Hannigan was kind of like. And eh, what are you going to put me in? Cause she assumed that with a new costume designer that like it would revert Willow back to like season three Willow. But then she was like very happy with the wardrobe because understandably when, you know, the like clunky giant sweaters they were putting her in weren't like, I mean, they were very of the time, but they weren't as flattering. Right. Why would they put her back in season three Willow? Or why would she think that though? Because she was, she, I feel like her style evolution was pretty like linear. It was pretty, pretty. Yo, remember that Halloween episode with the midriff? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, that, oh, that was our hint. She's the shy nerd. And then it's like, oh, she has a six pack. <laughs> the Halloween yeah. episode had to have been negotiated. <laughs> She's eating a Carl's Jr. burger. She said, in my contract, I will be so hot. People will know. <laughs> they will remember how I look in this fucking outfit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Milk uh, it. And you know what? I would also do the same, right? Like, I would be like, no, I want to look fucking hot. I have these abs. <laughs> Let me show them off. <laughs> Oh my god! I hate when people write stuff for you, and it's like, in a week you're like gonna be in a bikini. It's like, dude, oh. get, you gotta give me like five months of prep, okay? <laughs> yeah. You you know, summer. It's funny. James Marsters said that when he came on the podcast that because I, I think I'd asked him something about like, oh, like how much in advance was Buffy and Spike's romance planned, and I don't remember what the answer. I just remember him saying, "I told Joss Whedon he had to let me know." 
a season in advance if I was going to be shirtless because they like Mark Lucas, who played Riley, they did the thing you just said, Summer, where they're like, next week you're going to be shirtless. And he was like, oh my God. Mm. It's like, you know the hours I work. When do you think I'm at equal? <laughs> when am I going to work out? Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. mean, I'm not an actor and I still do that with a lunch. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I plan a dinner with Ian and I'm, I'm, I need a few months. Oh my god! I took it to the next level when I had to do a bikini scene in Magicians. I was just talking about this with one of the actresses, and she was like, "Girl, do you remember when I had to call your mom because your ass <laughs> was wasting away?" Like I, I shot this bikini scene, and I literally I could not see for like half. Oh my god! Of the scene. Wow. I was in these stripper heels and this chain mail. <laughs> And I was <laughs> talking to Todd. And then they cut and I finally ate and everybody was like, that was psychotic. Why did you not eat for a week? Like, <laughs> so but you slay. <laughs> she had to come check on me because I was like sleeping all day because I was like wasting away. Jesus <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. You basically have to like go on Survivor to... <laughs> Prep a week in advance for uh, exactly. a bikini scene. I mean, I pro I probably didn't have to do that. It was insane. But yeah, I, I mean, I get it though. Like, it's not the like pressure zone. Yeah, it's the pressure, right? It's, it's not like you uh, want yeah, to be doing much. that. It's just like, fuck. yeah. And I like grew yeah. up in the nineties where yeah. it was like you were stick thin or you were nothing. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally it, different world. In, in those short term moments, it's like, how much personal growth can I do right now versus like make myself feel reassured very quickly exactly. and like you know you do what you do yeah yeah i could never now i would just be like uh rewrite <laughs> <laughs> or just i would just own it you know you can wear what uh fucking what, i forget what game that was where dolly parton wore the like i was like oh she looks cute in that midriff and then i realized it was like a skin colored like bodysuit, uh, yeah. like the cowboys. The, I saw that recently. Like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was whatever game was like. I think was it Thanksgiving weekend? Maybe last weekend. That yeah. was incredible. She is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I really thought she was wearing just like a little midriff top. But Me it was too. like I yeah. saw that. I was like, damn. Right. I was like, ooh, seventy. I want to be that hot at seventy-seven. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But okay, uh, where the fuck are we? <laughs> so, Angel and Fred ditch the horse is my, what my notes say. Right, yes. Um, and like we mentioned, Lorne sings Stop in the Name of Love to distract everyone, which I do love. Also, do you think, Andy, you know, like, I feel like Andy Hallett must have been like, they must have known he could sing before they, like, that probably was part of his, like, that's Lauren's act. Yeah. His, his real name. Yeah, it's so awful what happened to him. I know. So I know. Sad. Um, and he was. It seems like he was also like very beloved by like all of them. Mm. Well, he 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 got the job by being like beloved. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he was Joss Whedon's assistant, right? Oh, and the writers were like, yeah. we love him, and they. I I think I, what you're saying, and I think they actually the story is that they did a karaoke night with him, and they were like, we have to write oh, this in. This I is love so that. funny. He was such a and, talented singer. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, like you said, he there's no music. It's just him singing. And, like, I feel like that's, like, I don't know. I That's, like, nerve. The, uh, the idea of having to do that makes me nervous. Um, mm -hmm. But he, like, fucking nails it, right? He does. He has such a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, and I also, did you all realize, like, I feel like he does fully say shit when he gets hit? Because he's like, shit. And then he gets hit. But it 
does sound like he's fully says shit. Right. I forget. It's like network back in the right. day. You can't. Can you say that now on network? Can you? I, I think you get one. I think you get one. Right. I, I like network when I work network because I'm like, I don't have to be as careful about like, make sure this bikini covers it because there's only right. so much they can show. Yeah. 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 True. So you don't have to like watch yourself so much. Whereas cable, yeah. you gotta like if you don't want it in the shot, you better be covering it up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, streaming is like no rules, baby. They yeah. just no you rules. Click, you click agree. <laughs> That's not a side boob. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, Summer, but like not many people deliver a fuck the way you do. So like I'm glad you <laughs> were not on network. Oh my god! Never in a million years did I think that's what I would. And somebody on the street was like, "Oh my god, you have a doppelganger today!" And I'm like, "Oh, you probably watched The Magicians." And they're like, "Oh my god, yeah!" I'm just known for being this like sassy broad now. (laughs) That's a good thing to be known for, though. It really is. I just didn't think it would be what I would be known for. (laughs) I feel like I say this a lot with like on My Bloody Judy when Zach and I talk scream that like Courtney Cox delivers fuck and like sh- dumb she shit does. like the way she can deliver a curse is so good but Summer you also like I feel like you and Courtney Cox are both like neck and neck for being able to say fuck really good. <laughs> well that is a huge compliment. Dude her new show Shining Veil is so good. Oh I haven't watched it I've wanted to. It's so funny and good and weird. Zach Ryan, she has you, taste. Have either of you I watched, it? watched it yet? No. no, I haven't watched it. I did hear about it. There's just a lot of TV, and I don't have a lot of time at this exactly. Exact moment. Yeah. But there's she so has really good taste in projects. She does. So. Mm. And there's a young woman and an actress. I, I don't know her name, but she plays her daughter, who's just amazing too. Mm. Yeah, I have mm. heard good things. Yeah, it's and so I good. it that is like right, Ryan. That is like her, her baby project, right? Like she helped. Develop I think so. It, I think, yeah, right? that was why I heard about it. Yeah, it's like how invested in this she was. Yeah, she does have good taste. It's so yeah. fucking weird and kooky. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I feel like that's such a nice place to be in where it's like oh i can just take the things that i want to do like oh god yeah. oh my god can you imagine right it's like, that friend's money man just uh, deposit a couple more of those into my, into my bank account i'd be happy for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> i always like i someone was saying like oh i i forget who said this was like oh well lisa kudrow doesn't get a lot of work and i was like she doesn't need it like she has she friends makes money. up the shows that she appears in yeah. or she doesn't appear because that's a lot of effort <laughs> you know what i mean she she could do whatever she wants don't yeah. worry about that like, she has a production company that like kills you're just doing fine she was great in her calls remember that show she made about like an actress coming the comeback yes the best it's so so good good. yeah she is so good in that like Mm -hmm. i i don't think i knew how good she because i wasn't that big on friends when i was younger really Um, and yeah, wow. I know. I know. Oh Family I'm still not. I just it. I've 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 tried it. I cannot get into it the way everybody really? does. Yeah. Wow. It just doesn't strike my heart. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. I feel like Zach, you and I kind of have the same sometimes it's like our sitcom taste will like Well, diverge. I mean, I'm not saying my, I'm like any any sort of refined I have any sort of refined <laughs> taste of my favorite sitcom is Full House. So <laughs> do with that what you will. <laughs> Wait, Full House I, is great. No. <laughs> you know what else is great? Frasier. You know, I haven't revisited Frasier, but I did really love it when I was like, when it was on, I 
weirdly, what we were like younger teens. I would watch that consistently when it was. I on. loved it. I loved it so much. I'm pissed. I didn't audition for the reboot. Ooh, you should. I don't know what for, but something. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you on an episode of Curb. I feel like you do a really great episode of Curb. Your enthusiasm. I, I'd love to do. That's all I want to do is comedy. Every time I I get these like hard hitting auditions and like. That's cool, but I would just I just want to be on a sitcom. <laughs> and I feel like Hell most yeah. actors are like, ugh, I'd rather die. <laughs> a sitcom's the best good. job in the whole world. In the whole <laughs> world. <laughs> you just make people laugh and go to work nine to five. I was on the I was on the the lot where they shot Big Bang Theory a few oh years ago God. when the show was on the set. It was a line of sports cars and they were all gone by three PM. <laughs> that is a lifestyle, baby. God, that's that, legit. That is nice. Ugh. Nice. <laughs> that's what's up. It's the sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I pull end- out all the stops and I get those self tapes. <laughs> You're doing your crown accent left and right. <laughs> you can take nipples if you want. I don't care what network it's on. <laughs> I I think about that a lot. Like the Big Bang Theory people probably also have friends' money, right? Like, weren't they getting paid? Oh my like, god, yes, god. definitely. Yeah, yeah. They have an alley here in Pasadena, the Big Bang Alley. Oh, in Pasadena. I can't even imagine. And those are twenty-something episode seasons. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Oh. I bet Allison Hannigan has that money too from That's true. Um, how I met you know whose money I want though? I want Ellen Pompeo money, Grey's Anatomy money. That's <laughs> oh my money God, that I yeah. Want. I got yeah. so into Grey's Anatomy, but then I ended up in the ER like every other one. <laughs> 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 I had the spot, dude. Didn't know where that story was going. I, I, I convinced so many people to either start or think about like like going to a lawyer and discussing lawsuits because I watched The Good Wife. <laughs> and I was like, you can sue for that. You can sue for that. Mm-hmm. You can sue for that. <laughs> God. Yeah. Meanwhile, I watch like Buffy and I'm like, can I get Slayer power? <laughs> yeah. You're just waiting for that uh for that calling. I just am. Um Zach, where are we in this episode? Well, you know, um Angel and Fred have ditched the horse, as I said a little bit right. ago. Um <laughs> and my notes say, Glad Hammy ain't here. Horse in close-up. You know, after we recorded that episode, Hammy texts me today this morning. To be like, look what my targeted ad was. And it was like a horse girl t-shirt that was like a targeted that'll, ad. That Alexa be listening. It is yeah. listening to to all of it. Oh my God. Friends' parents are so paranoid about Alexa. Really? It's oh, so yeah. Far. It's like every Thanksgiving, somebody's parent is like, you know, Alexa. <laughs> like, yes. Dude, then why do you have Alexa? My right. grandparents like, unplug it. They, they plug it in to ask Alexa a question and then they unplug it right after. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> parents don't trust it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. <laughs> but then, so like we get, so they, they, they did ditch the horse and then Fred runs off to her cave, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. I do really like how... Fred kind of borders a damsel in this, but ultimately shows that she is like incredibly capable and has yeah. been for the last five years. So I love this. And and Angel follows her and she's got she's got a cave with cave drawings and she believes mm-hmm. this whole thing is a dream, right? Um, yeah. And we really see like a peek into her trauma. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I agree with you, Zach. I do like because it's like she's a little damsel y, but not fully. And we see that like mm-hmm. I mean She's surviving on her own in a fucking cave in this like yes. weird yeah. dimension, and like I don't know, that takes a lot of. Well, because we'll stuff. have those moments where 
Angel's real close face to face with her and the music will start to swell, right? Yeah. And that'll like, yeah. that's like, oh, Angel season one, episode one, the damsel, you know? But then by yeah. the end of the episode, Angel's the damsel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I do like that reversal. So we get, you know, they go back to her tape. And I actually do think Amy Acker, you know, I can joke about the accent, but I think she's like doing really w- good work in that cave scene. But she's she an is, amazing actress. Right? Yeah. She's she so is. good in everything. Um, she's so great. She's another one of those people that like, I'm surprised she doesn't get like, because she'll be on a lot of things, but not like the starring role. And I feel like she deserves. What's interesting about her is like, she's similar to Tatiana Maslani, where it's hard when I've seen her in a bunch of things, it's hard to remember that she can do everything because Mm -hmm. you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't see you break the Fred veneer. Like I kind of thought maybe this is what this actress is like in real life, but she's not. And I've seen that a few times from her in different performances. Mm -hmm. And I always think like that probably it's harder when you don't have something you're like branded for. Like you're like, Oh, I'm always the sassy. I'm the sassy lady now. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're like a sassy hot girl. That's, that is what people will maybe come to mind first. And like, Yeah, and that's not the worst thing to like work with, you know oh, what I mean? No, so I love it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred could have been like a difficult role to take because you're like, well, now I'm going to have to play this like meek person. But I guess right. also the Buffy verse, it lends itself to being like, at some point, I'm going to subvert that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's true. yeah. She's so youthful and innocent looking. Yes, too. yeah. Yes. And going yeah. into a role like Fred, you would, I feel like, just coming off of Buffy, you would, you would probably, as an actor going for this role, you would look to Buffy and you'd be like, oh, well, that like kind of lines up with the Willow character. I've seen what they've done with the Willow character. Like yeah. this could be a really good role to go with. Um, and, and Amy, she just when you watch her, like when she's like riding on the cave walls, um. And mm-hmm. it's that it's that face close up. You just see yeah. her eyes, and she's just so good, like with subtlety. She and, is great. Uh, it, it just she looks like the character's like super focused, but her eyes are kind of all over the place, or you yeah. know, brain is a little scattered. But she's I don't know. Details. She's just really really good. Yeah, she's yeah. a really great actress. That's why I think they knew they were bringing her on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in That's a true. big capacity. And like I, the way she does the rambling, but it's like makes like this person has been in isolation by themselves like this makes sense right that this person would be rambling and worried that like one nice thing must be a dream Mm -hmm. um and i me around my apartment (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm like um yeah it feels like controlled chaos you know um yeah yeah. i'm rubbing my stomach right now like this is an obstruction (laughs) (laughs) I i had to stop with the gray's anatomy God. Um, yeah, and like I just it does endear me to Fred. Like it really I, I think y'all are right. It's a very good intro for her because it's like I don't know. I I just I I it very much endears me to her and I feel like it's very like, oh, this character is really precious, but is very yeah. fucking smart. Yeah, she's like a genius from Caltech or like yeah, some school. Like yeah. Yeah. What is she supposed to be? She's supposed to be a a scientist, a, a, a scientist of some sort, a physicist or something. <laughs> yeah, she went to school with a Big Bang Theory cast. She's got her <laughs> yeah, glasses. Yeah, um, yeah. But she, she just, you know, it's it's a really great way to paint her sort of trauma too, right? Because like we are let in. Obviously, he knows her. He starts reminding her, "Hey, yeah. I do know you. You've been missing for five years," and. It like it taps into my true crime sensibilities, like this girl who's been missing, and what would she be going through, and what is she thinking? You know, yeah. um, 
and it is really sad and yeah. they don't just drop it you know they actually they explore it yes yeah that's the thing we love about this right is that you don't just drop a thing it's like no yeah this she would be traumatized and that makes fucking sense because i would be she too. joins the long pantheon of buffy verse women experiencing mental health and yeah. i love that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she meets the same fate <laughs> um and like when she's like you're real my heart like breaks a little bit for her right yeah. yeah i don't know um Sad. and then yeah this is when we get the moment you mentioned summer that i love when she's like we have to save you know your friend they're gonna kill her and he's like oh they made a princess and her just her i mean she was a genius <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of that type of meta self-aware like comedic acting and genre now yeah but like buffy and angel was like the first to do it right yeah yeah they were kind of like the pioneers of that yeah and like i feel like you would see a moment like that on tv now yeah but they're who started it and it was like it was amazing yeah i like ryan i feel like you and i say this a lot where we're like well buffy didn't invent pop culture but it did not invent pop culture (laughs) like i mean it's just like right the joke writing formats or like the way of speaking is now so influential that it looks derivative in the like when you look backward yeah but but and, and but also all the things that it influenced aren't necessarily good. Right. Like it, they rarely miss. They yes. rarely miss. I so know. <laughs> you, you are right because like nowadays it's like this is all kind of normal. This is like the norm, but it really mm-hmm. wasn't back then. No. Um, yeah. yeah. I saw some Mary Sue piece called Buffy and Angel Silly Shows, and I was like, that first off, no. But second, like that so removes it from the context of its time because this was some of the most important storytelling happening on TV like on the landscape of TV to get people to like imagine, I don't know, like that they could expect more from TV. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that kind of spoiled it moving forward for most of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we, uh, Cordy finally meets the Groose Lodge. Oof. And I do like, I do like her being like, is this outfit good for a first meeting? You know, what would add a feminine mystery if I wasn't here. But <laughs> the, I, the, which is very Buffy Angel, the fake out of like, there's like this hunchback demon who's like dragging his feet. And we think that's the Bruce Log, but then it's not. It's this beautiful puppy dog, puppy dog eyed man. Yeah. Who, ugh. And he's so, I don't know. I immediately am like, okay, like not just because he's hot, but I feel like his presence is just very sweet right and the fact that he's like gentle yeah. her. he's like a he's like a baked good he's just a delight <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> zach what do you think of ruslock uh, i'm not i'm not fawning as much as everybody else is ah. <laughs> oh, rude <laughs> it's, it's okay he gives me like <laughs> he gives me angel vibes a little bit <gasps> but he's not mm-hmm. like mopey and angsty when angel does the sweet boy thing Aww. It's 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 a little Aww. similar for me. So Aww. yeah, it's fun when he pinches his own bicep, though. That's nice. To I like it. I like that Zach says that, but his husband is the sweetest man. Like Alistair he's allowed nicest. to be sweet. Nobody else is allowed to be sweet. <laughs> Zach, I feel we both like men for the completely opposite reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of my relationships treated me like shit. So I kind of fall into that camp still. <laughs> Get a man who'll spit on me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like then also be nice to me afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> Summer, didn't you miss recording with the gays? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just come shucking our way through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
he, you know, gives her his speech. He, I don't know. I, I, I love all of this. I love that. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm very charmed by him. Um, we find out that what the guards, Angel and Fred are kind of like walking around. We get a lot of stuff that happens in this like last half. Fred and Angel are kind of like, I don't know, walking around in the woods and the guards come looking for her. Angel mm-hmm. tells her to stay down. And then he turns into his like, what the fuck is this? Yes, I know. What is this? What is I was, this? I was going to ask, how do we all feel about this like true demon form? Because it is a little silly for me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a miss. It's a miss. That's okay. We could have made him look like the master. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have made more sense, I think. Yeah, I, I it was a miss. And also, it, this is an instant, a rare instance where Buffy and Angel is, well, not that rare, but rare enough to be catchable that Buffy and Angel doesn't get its lore straight because, like, I thought we were going towards cloven hoofs. Wasn't right? that? Yeah, right? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> and, like, why is he green? I don't know. It was kind of a good opportunity to, like, do a callback to, I don't know, vampires of, like, the 40s or something, or, like, a Nosferatu or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The 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 green demon face doesn't quite work for me. I don't mind the like angle we go here that like we learn that Fred is way more capable than she was like even presented as, even though we already knew she survived by herself. Like, yeah, I do like that it cuts away and, you know, we're kind of led to believe like, oh, she's going to be scared. But then the next time we see them, she has yes. already learned to like control this demon. And, and that I way, like, I really I do love this because she doesn't yes. show really she really doesn't show fear. She just shows like a knowing caution. Yes. Yes. And I, mm-hmm. again, Zach, I agree with you because I don't love the green demon face, but I like. Uh, this so man like, still even has the tattoo. It, it's green now. It's tr- <laughs> terrible. It's awful. Fucking sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did they have a deal on green paint over on that fucking I, lot? They did. They did. I'm also like, did they archive Cordelia's outfit? Like, where oh. are all these outfits? God, yes. <gasps> I fantasize about the season seven costume designer told me he has one of spikes jackets and i'm like i fantasize oh about god. like wearing it oh my god <laughs> going over to his place and just putting it on <laughs> yeah Hell i mean yeah. We, all, we all have a piece of buffy history we want to <laughs> yes. keep and i just want to smell all of the denim from season seven <laughs> i know i hope they archived everything yeah yeah you know what like my Mm. first movie i remember i had done nothing so i didn't know how special it was Mm -hmm. they brought me into i don't know what lot it was it might have been paramount and the costume designer he was like a really talented guy and he was like all this stuff is from 90210 because it was a period oh and i was like "Eh, whatever you know i I didn't didn't really care and then i just binge watch 90210 and i'm like it was close was i worried i want to know i I love the idea of you being like that's the top i wore (laughs) i want to know now i had no idea how lucky i was it's, cool. um, they in the 2000s, I don't know about for Angel, but I know for Buffy for a while in the 2000s, they were auctioning off like everything. So oh my God. I, it's probably, it is probably in somebody's closet. Somewhere. I'd be walking around the set mopping everything. I'd be like, this mm-hmm. is iconic. This is iconic. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. you're getting, that's where you get all your drag looks. There you go. I think, I think I told you this, but I can't remember if I did, that someone gave me a magician's costume that they bought. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I know they archived a lot of because I was very really good friends with the costume designer, mm-hmm. and I know that the studio did archive quite a bit of oh, cool. Margot's clothes and everybody's clothes. 
they so studios do archive and i guess that's how danny glicker he was the costume designer okay. he was incredible on that first film i did he just like we just went into like this like studio storage of just like period pieces from shows before that's i cool. think that's they wild. like keep stuff so that's that, and I think they just did so like Riverdale just ended right and they had like that big warehouse sale and sold everything from that damn show. Yeah. Wow. They just had like lines wow. of people just going in like it was a like it was a goodwill basically and you go through and just grab whatever you wanted and it was And that show it turned looks. Yeah. yeah. It did. I mean I yeah, I didn't watch it but everyone looked great in everything mm-hmm. that I saw like I never 100%. watched it either and I feel like I would love it. Hmm. So that's really fun for a while and then they can tell that similar to glee they're just like we're gonna do whatever we want (laughs) we're gonna just make stuff up and that's fun too but in a different way i i actually that's funny that we mentioned that because i just watched a clip i I forget what is it may december that charles melton is in that everyone's like giving him a claim for oh yeah i want to see that yeah so someone was someone posted a clip from riverdale and i was like god every clip i see from the show i'm like what the fuck is going on it was like a joke about like, oh, Charles Melton's getting a claim for this new movie. Where's his award for this scene? And it was a scene from Riverdale where like his character, whose name I'm not sure, Reggie, maybe? Um, and Archie. Oh, he was on, he was yeah, on Riverdale. They're like watching a like projection film that ends up being like a gay wrestling, an old gay wrestling porn. Sure. Yeah. And like yeah. Yeah. Charles Mellon's character says to him, oh, we should we should keep this on in case the girls show up. And him and Archie exchange looks and they're like, yeah, 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 we should. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that show was a lot of like, it was a lot of stuff like that. That was just like, <laughs> the audience is saying they want a lesbian moment. So we're going to have these actresses make out on camera. And you're like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fucking sure. Fun. <laughs> they outfits look amazing. I'm glad we're having a fun time at work. I don't know. Welcome to our Riverdale rewatch podcast. <laughs> anyway. To, to anyway. round it out, to round this, ba- the, to, this bag, yeah. if you have the Cordelia costume, either the gold version or the silver version, yes. let us know. Slide into the slip. Yeah. There's 98 DMs. Yeah. All four of us would like to try it on. <laughs> We'd all like to see Quinn. <laughs> Listen, I the again the season seven costume designer from Buffy sent me a swatch of the jacket Buffy wears in the finale because he custom made a bunch, so he had like a swatch oh of my it. God. And like I will randomly just like put it in my hand and be like, "This is nice." I know. <laughs> when when Zach came over recently, I, I was like, it, "Yeah." I made him. I was like, "What? What do you think <sighs> that is?" You know what? It took is. me a second. It looked like a doily. I was like, "I'm not sure, <laughs> Ian." <laughs> um. So yes, we get uh more of the Gruslog and. I must say, and Buffy and Cordelia, and I'm one of you said this earlier, but like we do get that he's seeing her for who she is. Like he, he yeah. t- tells her she's a transcendent one, and I like her little aside of like he talks about like wanting to end his suffering, and she's like, "Well, my parents got for you know when went under for tax fraud, and I lost my inheritance." Like that's her, that like really which I do like that we're consistent with that, right? Mm-hmm. Because that was we learned in like season three of Buffy was like her kind of arc. Um, and that's why Xander bought her her dress. She lost everything. Yeah. And I, I do feel like that also, while it's always been like a background plot point, that helps shape who she is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I do think that's why even though she's being jokey and like being like, oh, we lost our money. It's the same thing, even though he was talking about like wanting to, you know, commit suicide. But I do, I do think that's what made her humbled her a little bit and like helped her get to where she is. It did, yeah. Right? Yeah. She said, what's that feeling? Is it 
Is it empathy? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She had her Barbie moment and, yeah. you know. Damn, Barbie was so good. Uh, Can I tell you, I, I just rewatched that scene where Barbie like experiences every emotion and cries and cried again for like the zillionth oh time. God. Yeah, try doing that on HRT. Okay. <laughs> you want to know, you want to know weeping tears? Wait, Ryan, you, you said that to me recently where you're like, you sure you're not on HRT? One of my trans student joked with me about that because I mentioned crying like three times in a oh, row. Yeah. Oh yeah. The crying game. Very offensive, but <laughs> he was like, an apropos name. He was like, uh, you, he said something like you cry more than me and I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and I wanted to be like oh my god Ryan made the same but I was like oh, I don't want to tell him that someone else made this joke <laughs> but yeah so we get the guards enter and they like say they have a prisoner and she I do like that because she's like so horny for gross lodge she's like yeah, yeah yeah you handle it and then she's like wait he is pardoned this is my friend and I don't know if you all caught her little when she pulls down his like like the thing stuffed in his mouth and she's like baby that feels true to like hot girl and gay friend. Like that's very cute, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like that she called him baby. Like it was one of those moments where, like, you know, you're in high school and you're the GBF. You get pulled <laughs> yes. aside, like, babe. <laughs> like for me, I was like, I feel like that was probably charisma and Andy's like friendship. Like that's how they interacted like, right. in real I life <laughs> for everyone. Uh, yeah, and I also like that she's like, you're pardoned. Great, you're pardoned. Now get out because I'm busy with this hot man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it pushing, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, we then go to Wes and Gunn, who encounter who Zachary. <laughs> oh goodness, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, encounters Angel, an angel yes. attacks them, but it's like spiky angel. Yes, mm-hmm. and kind of kicks their asses. <laughs> I mean, tackles one of them, sure, sure. And then, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Wes recognizes him because of the like. Sure, there's a rip in his jacket. Right, it's just, over. we just needed them to recognize him yeah. for a second. Right, it, it beats us having to get the scene where a- he looks into Angel's eyes and knows it's him. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if I saw someone in a black button down and like unpressed <laughs> business suits or business pants or whatever, I would be like, that's Angel. It doesn't matter what world we're on. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say, how'd you get turned into a whale? Why are, and why are your hair so spiky? <laughs> like, that's got to be Angel. Look at that fucking outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we get, that's when we learn that Fred has learned to like you know what was this was this a bag of blood or was this just her did she did she cut herself or what happened with that i think it was a bag of blood that's so strange why not just give him the bag of blood then <laughs> i mean <laughs> true I and also it. where'd you get that what died uh, yeah. the crazy anatomy set <laughs> yeah she walked <laughs> over there <laughs> she said it was in the archive <laughs> <laughs> So Angel, Demon Angel follows Fred, Wes and Gunn walk off, but then encounter what 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 term do they use? I don't like I'm like the cows that are humans that are like I just I'm keeping calling them cows. They're cows. We've established they're cows. Don't (laughs) feed me another word because I won't remember that. (laughs) I'll say this. I'll say this. You look at those people, they're very aggressive and they're rough looking. Um, which is a compliment. If I saw a human being, I'd be like, that's a cow too. I'd be like, that is a cow. (laughs) These episodes are tripping me up. I might start saying that in my real life every day. Yeah. Not don't say it in the UK. Don't say it in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
you know, we we cut back to Fred. We see her bringing Angel back to her. Um, <laughs> yes. He has this whole, like, who is that girl I see staring straight back at me moment. And then he turns mm-hmm. back and then he's whimpering on the floor because David Boreanaz loves a whimper. <laughs> I love how much you hate it, Zach. Terrible. <laughs> um, we then see uh, Wes and Gunn are like tied up by these guys. Cordy is with Gru, and he like I do like when she says, "I'm not anybody's princess. I'm an actress." And he's like, "I do not know this word." Um, and she kind of describes like the shitty thing she's been through, like what we saw in Belonging, where like mm-hmm. the director of the commercial she's in is like, take off your top, like look pretty, and is like really terrible to her. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like I kind of I like that we tie it back to that. I like that that had a reason to be there where she's like, No, I don't get treated that well. Like, you yeah. know, when I'm on set, I got treated like shit. Mm. And I also like that he innocently, not in a derogatory way, was like, oh, so you had sex with everyone there. Okay. Your that's, concubine. That's, yeah. That's it. That's good. <laughs> so we, you know, I, I I, just, I like how innocently he sells, he says that. And then like the, what, the guys from the Covenant come in and like Bruce Log just kind of leaves, right? Mm-hmm. I, I hate the way they talk to her. I hate that. Well, it's not supposed to be nice. They're supposed to be meanies. I'm just like, man, she's gotten like beat down so much in these last few episodes. Well, and she's sitting there making proclamations, right? No more slaves and no more polyester. She had a plan. She was ready. (laughs) I know. And like, she was showing us that like, yeah, she is going to try to like improve this place. But alas, Mm -hmm. she should run for office in the regular world. (laughs) We'd all vote for her. She's dead, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) god where the fuck are we (laughs) near the end i believe yeah the cows are still like figuring out a way to send a message to cordelia but then like we cut back to fred again we're like going between the cows fred and then back to cordelia and i do like that wes is like i can prove it we know the princess we know her and gun is like shut the fuck up like stop talking to them and they take out his wallet i do like that he has a picture of him cordy and angel in his wallet (laughs) i know it's very cute it's such a silly cute detail and also like a date very dated detail right like i was like all right gonna say it would be phone screen background yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no i know nev campbell look at my phone lock screen me and her at a comic con (laughs) exactly your, your your dear close personal friend no yes. <laughs> um and so like i do like the what is it they say like oh great we'll like write some proclamations and send them to the princess in your mouths in your dead bodies which they're like oh fuck we see fred tending to angel so then we cut to cordy and we get our last scene of her and um we get our last scene of the guards coming in to tell her she has no authority here you know She's the princess in the way that Gruslog is, where he's a tool of theirs. Bummer. Yeah, and I, when they like bring in this platter, right? And I like that it's like you don't, it's like innocuous. It's just like, oh, they're bringing her food or whatever. But then they like pull up the thing and mm-hmm. we get the reveal of what's that is a under. shocker. It yeah. is a shocker. Yeah. Wait, 
What's Wait, under? What was under? <laughs> I, I was probably drying off by this point. <laughs> I love that as we have recapped this episode, you've let us know where in the shower we were at. <laughs> washing, our, washing our hair, and now we're getting <laughs> we're, we're drying off now. <laughs> it was Lauren's head, but I couldn't tell if this was actually Lauren's head or just another one. Yeah, but it was. Lauren's was this head. Lauren? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's Lauren's head, and Cordelia gasps, and oh I hate. God. I hate them like taking away her power. I'm like, man, she just got in power and we're already like, nope, you're not doing shit. It's fun seeing her with the power too, like them showing up and and her like kind of telling them off in the way that she, that we we love her to do that. Um, Yes. Yes. uh, It it reminded me of the Slayer Fest 98 episode when she's telling them Mm -hmm. off, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Or like the, that's the, oh yeah. I had you do that. Both those scene readings, Summer, as you did for the podcast of, Cordelia telling off the vampire in the library from Buffy and then uh, Cordelia telling off the ghost in the apartment. She was really just like the heart of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, Zach, I don't think you would be would have hung on till season two if she hadn't. Been. I wouldn't have. Oh, I don't no, think I don't think no. BWB would have. That's absolutely also not. The one thing the show needs is more women, and yes. we've got Fred, <laughs> so I'm giving it a little bit of time. But like now, I have counted one, two women. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Ian's arms? He's getting swole. And even though he technically did all the work as his trainer, I'm going to take all the credit. My name is Westifer, and I'm an online wellness coach, helping people just like you figure out a nutrition, movement, and goal-setting plan that will make you feel better, and as a bonus, look better too. I've helped clients cut their cholesterol in half, I've had clients lose over 100 pounds, and I can help you on your wellness journey too. So hit me up. Follow me on Instagram, at the Westifer to buy two sessions and get your first session free. I'll see you in my DMs. But uh, yeah, so we're at the end here. Um, favorite outfit, Ryan? Uh, I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> you know my favorite outfit. It's Cordelia's <laughs> outfit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Which one, though? Which one? We've got two. Yeah. Which one? Oh, uh, the second colorway. Okay. Okay. Summer, which one do you prefer? I mean, the opening queen yeah. MTV <laughs> music video crown frosted really- eyeshadow moment. <laughs> That's really accurate. It really is like a fucking 90s MTV. Like. It was a throwback to everything I wanted to be. <laughs> I feel like you've mentioned many times on this podcast how ready you are for the comeback of that like kind of fashion. I'm ready. I've been out here. People looking at me all kinds of crazy. I don't care. <laughs> Summer's got her butterfly clips in. <laughs> I got them. I do. And I'm glad that long nails are back in. Agreed. They are. Agreed. Like nothing you, will yeah. nothing will give you raw, more raw power yes. than like a French tip. <laughs> and a French tip. You used to be like the tackiest girl around if you if we're still rocking that. And now it's like it's the moment. Yeah. I did I don't know if any of you saw there was like a thing that was going around. I saw it on Twitter and Instagram both where it's like where we are with pants because it's like the top was tight pants, the bottom was baggy, and it was like a circle. Mm-hmm. And I said we just kept going around in that circle. Which I oh do. yeah, I saw someone the other day saying skinny jeans are, uh, or I finally threw out my skinny jeans, and honestly, I can finally see how ugly they are. And it was just like on a mainstream Reddit board, and I thought, <laughs> oh, they're 
this is when they start coming back. The minute that oh, you've all accepted it. Sure. <laughs> now, what's so weird is my brother, I think my brother was the original hipster. Like, he <laughs> would wear the skinniest, skinniest jeans. And people, he got so much shit for it. Really? Oh, nobody, really? Nobody was wearing them. Mm. And we would roll up and I would just be like, here we go. Skyler <laughs> <laughs> and his weird ass jeans. That's me rolling up to Ian's house. Ian comes I know, walking yeah. out. I'm like, here we go. Yeah. And then it was like, it was a thing. It, it became nah. a thing. And he was doing it long before. And I remember how much shit he got. And That's he funny. he just thought there was something really. I bet he looked fly as hell. Yeah, he did, and he just thought there was something like super unsophisticated about so much excess denim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you have to pry my skinny jeans off my cold dead legs. That's all. I'm. I'm not going back to baggy pants. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what was your favorite outfit? <laughs> well, um. I did like Angel in his fur, so I'm going to go with that as my okay. favorite for the episode, followed by a very close second for Fred's glasses. They're very nice, <laughs> very red. <laughs> sure. Um, I think because last episode I picked Cordy's queen outfit that she ends on, this time I'll pick the gold one because I think both of them are great. And I do kind of <laughs> love that it's the exact same thing, just in a different color variation. Yes. It's like, very Marie Antoinette of her. Yeah. yeah, she was like, "This is this looks great. Do you have it in another color? I'll wear it again." <laughs> like, it's like in, in Street Fighter when they added the second Chun Li outfit, but it was the exact yeah. same one, just red instead of blue. And yeah. <laughs> power move. Yeah. Um, favorite scene, Zach. Oh goodness. Um. <laughs> well, shit. Now I'm like, did I watch the episode? I can't think of I know. Single scene. Were you I, in the shower? I know. <laughs> I did like. I did like the opening when they are running around in her throne room. I thought yeah. that was really funny. And Angel that sees reflection. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Summer. My favorite scene is when Fred um, is like, "Oh, she's a prince." That didn't happen <laughs> for me. That I thought that was just a master class in like acting. That I was, really it was good. just so good. <laughs> Ryan? I agree, but rather than waste the waste my chance to go, I will say uh, Andy Hallett singing is always a delight. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, these are, you know, these are all good choices. I think I go with, I just, I'm so enamored by Groot. Mm-hmm. I liked Cordy and Groot together. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, those puppy dog eyes really work for Ian, me. Ian, just get on the apps <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> In so long. <laughs> Everyone wants me to get on the apps, and I'm like, I will never surrender. It's cursed. It is so cursed. Is. Men say crazy things. To I bet you. it is. I bet it is. I don't want to get. Mm-mm. No. I can, I can <laughs> only imagine straight men being like a zillion times worse, too. Oh, a million oh. times worse. They're uh-huh. so much worse. <laughs> I'd rather meet someone at a gas station. Like, Agreed. <laughs> the old fashioned way. That's exactly. You're supposed to meet your boys at the gas station. You're supposed to walk up to you in a dark alley. And scare you, <laughs> and then introduce themselves. So it's like, this is my boyfriend, and it's like a gas station dude with a hat on and a cigarette. Or the Cheesecake Factory. I'm in a nice boyfriend at the Cheesecake Factory when I was 17. That sounds cute, though. I love it. <laughs> a little meet cute there. What grade do we give this episode, Zach? Oh, my goodness. Um, a B, sure. Okay. All right. All right. Ryan? 
giving it a solid A minus. I'm having fun. All right. Uh, Summer? I mean, I feel like if I was in the episode, I'd be like, really? A C. (laughs) But I feel like watching it, I can appreciate it at a solid B. All right. That's fair. Yeah, I think I'd do a solid B. Because it's, I think, what, Zach, we both gave the last one C plus, I think. I truly don't even remember. I think so. Yeah, that's Yeah, and so, right. like, this one's definitely more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Thank you all for joining me. Summer, it was so nice to have you back. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, we only took, you know, like, ten different diversions because we were all excited to be here. <laughs> no, I got to distract myself from my self-diagnosing my stomach pain. So this is great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bear with Gray over there. Glad to distract you. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Go ahead and give us a subscribe on any of those platforms, and please give us a good rating if you like us. And uh, we have a Patreon where you can support the podcast and get a bunch of bonus content. Um, You can access our Batman the Animated Series coverage, which we've only put out one episode, but there will be more. X-Men the Animated Series, which is coming out. Um, We're going through Buffy Season 3 over at the Patreon episode by episode, revisiting them all. It's been a lot of fun. Um, And you can partake in our watch-alongs and our Patreon Zooms. And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I'm at Carlos. Ryan, where can everyone find you? YouTube.com slash at Ryho, R-Y-H-O. You know where it's at. Summer, where can everyone find you? Um, at Summary Bishel on Instagram. And Zachary, where can everyone find you and your things? Uh, YouTube at AZB or I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash AZB plus P-L-U-S. I also have a... Uh, horror movie podcast that is currently on hiatus with Ian Carlos Crawford here called My Bloody Judy. It's the same on all, all platforms, and that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you all for doing this, and we'll see you next time for the finale of Angel Season 2. Bye. 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 Bye.